we don't blame our parents. This, they did the best with what they had. And, you know, some of what they had was unhealthy. Yeah. Unhealthy for us, unhealthy for them. They did the best with what they had. And we have the onus on us right. to take what they did and then go even further. And recognizing, I think we have more of a privilege to, to look back and see this is where what we need to do. Yeah. This is what they did, what worked, what didn't work. Mm -hmm. And then recognizing what do we want to break? What curses do we want to break? Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm Grace. We are two trauma survivors who are married. And just learning how to love, grow, and heal together. Thank you for joining our podcast, Love and Grace. Hey, welcome back to our show. You will be hearing some cooing and some cute noises in the background. That is Jedediah. If you saw our update, you saw that I gave birth. You'll see that my face is slightly less swollen than in the last episodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's because all the episodes that we shot were... Um, pre during pregnancy, pre Jedediah, and now here he is. Mm -hmm. This is the reason why uh, my skin is no longer clear. But you know, we won't linger on that right now. Okay. We'll talk about that <laughs> in another episode. The joys of pregnancy. Um, but anyways, so if you watched our update episode, then you saw that we have a new content schedule. So we're gonna be making sure that we have content out every week. So this week is love and grace. Next week is going to be a dose of grace. The week after that, cake therapy. And starting in December this month, we are having a vlog the fourth week. Mm -hmm. So we're making sure that we have content every week so that we are not falling behind and we're staying consistent with y'all. Yep, yep. Coolio, Julio. Boom, boom. <laughs> All right. So we just put Jedediah to sleep. Um, let's get started with the episode. So this episode, we're going to be talking about are we becoming our parents? Little, Man, it's little, heavy. Yeah, it's a little just, heavy. Just the title, are we becoming our parents? Because sometimes we spend, like, if you're in therapy or um, just kind of going through your own healing, you spend so much time, like, trying to, you know, your family of origin, trying to figure out, okay, what's wrong with them or what happened to them or what's wrong with, so I can figure out what's wrong with me so I can fix it now. Mm -hmm, so you mm -hmm. spend a lot of time there. Mm -hmm. um, so by no means is this a, a parent bashing um, episode. We're no. just kind of discovering and just kind of sharing uh, what we um, discovered. Uh, and actually we're going to be doing some discovery today. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so if we go ahead and yeah. just jump in, jump into that. Yeah, we definitely started, not bashing. Yeah. We just started off light, like, who you look like? Do I look like? Well, yeah. I mean, my mom. Just oh, yeah, easy, right. easy. Um, I look like my mom. I'm gonna put a picture, uh, and you'll just see it's my mom. <laughs> just no, 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 no extra after that. Yeah. Um, I look like a mixture of both of them, but I look most like my oldest brother, which is really funny. I don't think I have a recent picture of him. Of him with a beard? No. Oh my god. I don't. I we saw. So I met him at. Um, the wedding, right? Is it when I met him? Yeah, I think so. I met him at the wedding and I couldn't tell that he looked like Alex at all. But then we saw him before they moved to Arizona mm -hmm. and he had a beard and he was bald and bearded like Alex. And yeah, 
<laughs> that that's uh that's just Alex, right. but like older and just like the different shade of skin, but. Okay, so before we get into uh, negative and positive characteristics and kind of jumping into uh, the deep dive, we got to kind of give you a foundation. Like, how do we grow up? Who do we spend more time with? And just kind of uh, jump off from there. So who do you spend more time with? Um, I was raised by my mom mm-hmm. and um, and my grandma was also a very big part of growing up. Um, she um, She helped my mom raise us. And my dad, even when we were in Haiti, I grew up in Haiti. Even when we were in Haiti, my dad was, uh, I didn't, we didn't see him often. Um, Sometimes it was like once a month. Other times there's like more months in between. And once we moved to America with my mom, it, it was larger gaps. So um, I think we were in America for like maybe five six years before we saw him um and then after that it was every couple of years he'd try to find some way to to come and see us but it was never um it was not a consistent presence in my life i would say yeah um dad's a cool dude uh he always wants me to sing um so yeah for me I grew up with both of my parents until I was 12. They got a divorce when I was 12-ish. Um, my dad, <laughs> he moved. All right, so we lived in an apartment complex. And uh, once they separated, he moved to the next apartment complex <laughs> right next to us. So he he left the house, but he was like, he was right over there. I can walk to his house. Yeah. So um, <laughs> he left. And uh, so... We, I would go back and forth. Like I would stay at his house when I got home from school, um, and then I would go home when my mom got home from work, um, and then we kind of just uh, went like that. And then I just ended up living with my dad. I think I was causing some trouble, or like, like I was definitely getting sus- not suspended from school, but in school suspension from school a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So I would have to like, she was like, "You got to go to your daddy." That's why she sent you to go yeah, to your dad. She sent me across the street <laughs> to my daddy's oh. house. At that point, he was still across the street. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, go live with your daddy. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So I, I started living with him. Uh, mm-hmm. Then my dad got remarried, uh, and then we moved out to um, we moved out to suburbs in Carrollwood, which is a culture shock. That was a whole another other thing. Um, so we moved out to Carrollwood, and then I was living with him, um, and my stepmom, and then my other brothers and sisters. Uh, that came from from my stepmom's side, so that's how there's eight of us. Yay! So, so uh, what are you number again? I am seven. Number seven. Oh, Kyla. Kyla, yeah. Eight. Okay, cool. So, um, that's kind of my upbringing. So I spent a lot of time with my dad, um, and then I would have like a like kind of the opposite. You know how you would have you would be a single mom and then you would have like a weekend dad. I had a, a all the time dad and a weekend mom. So it was pretty cool. Like she was, you know, just fun mom, just doing the the stuff on the weekend, and then kind of like dropping me off on Sunday. Um, so that was kind of that um, that dynamic uh, until I turned eighteen. Then I got kicked out of my dad's house, and then I lived with my mom. So that was kind of my thing. Yeah. 
<laughs> you actually summarized that really well. Yeah. <laughs> you did. Because <laughs> I've heard you say it before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was wondering how you're going to summarize that. Yeah. And I was like, you did that really well. I mean, there's a lot of like nuances in between. There that. is, it's for much, sure. Yeah. yeah. To, to summarize that up. So what positive characteristics did you get from uh, living with your mom? Are we going to talk about the living parent or like, are we going to take turns with each of them? Yeah, take turns with each of them. Okay, so we'll do our moms first. Yeah. Okay. Um, moms or my dad? Oh, whoever you lived with? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do that. So, um, my mom, you know, it's so interesting. When I grew up, I idolized my mom. Like, I thought the sun and the moon set, like, at my mom's feet. And that's Mm -hmm. often the way when you have a single parent, either you have like a really loving worshiping relationship with them or you have like Mm -hmm. a really hostile like um, relationship with them. Um, There's like no in between (laughs) with the single parent. But um, for me, I was the um, just I was just under my mom all the time as a little kid. And um it's so interesting when you ask that question, what is a positive character that I get from my mom? Um, I, When I turned 18 and I moved out of the house to college, much of my journey was separating my mom's identity from my own. And I spent so long trying to separate our identities that now that you ask me this question and I'm like, I'm trying to go back to um, what... What are some characteristics that we have that are um, similar? I would say uh, my mom reads people very well. Mm. Um, she uh, she just she reads people very well, and she doesn't. The difference between me and my mom in that way is that um, she won't make you realize that she reads you really well. But me, if once I it depends. Most of the time if I read you really well, I I'll kinda let you'll what's know. What's that mean? What's what's that reading? Like I can see your personality. I can see I think it's pretty self explanatory. I can read you pretty well. Um another thing from my mom I think I get is her uh, love of God and like she has just like really intimate relationship with God and she like God is real to her it's not just this God above the earth who's like tells her what to do it's not like that it's more like it's a real relationship and I've I got that from my mom um also my facial expressions man I <laughs> <laughs> It's hilarious to me. I'll be looking like a, a video or a picture and I'm like, oh, my mom does that. You know what? What I just did, my mom probably does that. <laughs> so right. it's <laughs> those. I think that's enough. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think of more, but I think I'm good. So that's. You pop. Um, well, you, your turn. What? Whoever you lived with. Okay. Um, positive characteristics that I got from my dad. Um. Mine is more DNA than anything. It's just like um, positive char- characteristics that I got from my dad was um, just kind of the the um, when I'm motivated to work, I do my job very well. The other side is is from my mom where 
sometimes I just don't like the work. <laughs> so that that's the like when I'm there and I'm like I, I want to do this and I'm, I'm trying to get to it like with editing or doing any of those things like yeah I'm just I'm gonna try to get to it but like if I don't want to do it then I'm not gonna do it so that's one of the positive things that I got from my dad is like how to work sense of duty yeah sense of duty and like okay if I need to do it then I'm gonna do it uh, and I'm gonna get it done and um just kind of have it. It also has a negative connotation to it because I don't want anybody to get in the way of that, even the person I'm doing it for. Anyway. We'll talk about that. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> oh my, so, it's kind of backwards. So, um, that's one thing that I did get from my dad. Um, also, just like, you know, I just rated his, like, picked his brain when it came to music, um, learning how what he liked, what, um, so. His taste, you think? 100%. Yeah. Hundred percent. That's that's where that's why my era is R and B from sixty eight to seventy seven, but I'll dabble in eighty two, eighty three, eighty four. You feel me? Like so, I'm, I'm, we're talking about like Isley Brothers. We're talking about um, Isaac Hayes. Um, we're talking about um, the 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 the. the SOS band. We're talking about uh, Charlie Murphy. We're talking about those people. You understand what I'm saying? Do you understand? Are we what talking I'm saying? about them? Or are we Do talking about our parents? Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so, but you see, are you pulling yourself back? Because I saw you were about to list more people. <laughs> I kind of ran out of people in my head to kind of convince them with, so I had to start convincing myself. That's who. This is who we're talking about, Alex. Okay, all right. <laughs> so um, we get it. Your musical taste <laughs> from your dad. So actually, go, yeah, throw it back. We to could you. literally do a whole episode of music with Alex. Yeah. So yeah, throw back to you because I kind of that's where I kind of uh, got that um, that love for, mm-hmm. um, and just the DNA stuff is just like being. Um, uh, oh, I don't want to say bullheaded, but kind of just like. Positive. That is positive. Yeah. When it comes are. to very like, you you're very good at setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. I think your dad is the way that way too. Like, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be here for this. Right. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, real, that, that's perfect actually. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that's a perfect description of both <laughs> yeah. <of> y'all. <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 that. So go ahead. What's your what's your daddy? Um. Was that it? Did I interrupt you? No. Okay. I was trying to find an end. Okay. Um, with my dad, you know what? Um, as I grew older, I realized how similar I am to my dad. I'm very, very similar to my dad. I thought I was all my mom, but as I got older, I found that I was so similar to my dad. My dad is an amazing writer, like mm-hmm. dope, great writer. And um, I love to write, um, you know, not to toot my own horn, but... I think I'm a great writer as well. I've gotten awards for it. Um, so is that what you're going to say? You got awards for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, you know, I'm a good writer yeah. and I got that from my dad. He's a good actor too. I also got that from my dad. Again, I also got when I was in high school. I didn't even know I was a good actor um, until I oh, yeah. just got into acting because I loved it. And I, again, I got awards for it. I loved it. Um, my love of film from my dad, my love of politics. Actually, my mom has that too. When she was younger, they both were um, uh, hippie political activists when they met. Um, 
but my dad is still very involved and I love when I tell you I love politics I love it um I love understanding just how governmental systems work and I can read laws day in and day out I could I love I love that um what else do I get from my dad um 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 his understanding of philosophy i love mm. i love philosophy and he has a just a great understanding for um oh love of literature i love literature um so yeah i as i grew older i realized i have so much similar to my dad so that's cool for me it was more um with your mom yeah with my mom um just knowledge the continuing the continual um search for knowledge uh from whatever source whether it be from people whether it be mm -hmm. um collecting life experiences from other people um then being able to regurgitate those things my mom was a um a newscaster her and uh, her first husband owned a um a black um newspaper uh, the, where they they were the she was the editor either her or uh, Mr. Walker was the editor. Um, then she came when she came down to Florida. Um, she was she had a radio station in the nineties, a gospel uh, radio station. She was on she had a gospel video music video. No way, really? <laughs> yeah, gospel music video <laughs> show cool. that her and uh, Donald Dowridge uh, did. Who's that? If you're from Tampa, you know who Donald Dowridge okay, is. Okay, excuse me. I don't know if you I know. was in Haiti. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know who that is. But um, so yeah, it was just a gospel vibration. So she kind of like, um, not only does she like absorb knowledge like a sponge, but she kind of uh, is able to like regurgitate not necessarily just regurgitate but kind of like make it flower because i don't regurgitate just sounds like it's just like coming through but if she's able to like wrap it up also and mm. give it to you nicely okay gotcha make and, it more accessible yeah, or, yeah, yeah 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 so um i've you do do that well yeah i definitely got that from her uh so that's one of my uh main things of course uh love of god from both of my parents uh love of god just in different ways um just to just having uh, both of them saying like I uh, just a love of God, mm -hmm. not only just taking me to church, but talking about God at home yeah. in uh, regular life situations and like how to pray. And like uh, I learned how I watched my mom pray. Um, so that's how I learned how to pray. Um, Storytelling, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I meant by putting it together. Well, that's yeah. different. Like you. You're talking about information, but then you also like to tell stories, too. I take people's information and I tell stories about it. Well, those are two different things. Okay. So you so you love watching those documentaries. You love watching, like, things that are, like, historical. Um, you love watching that. And then, like, in random conversations, you'll bring up the information that you know. Mm -hmm. So that's information. But then stories. Alex has, like, different... Seven. He has Seven a handful of stories that he retells in different circles. And I like hearing it each time because <laughs> he's as engaged the, since the first time I heard it years ago as when he's telling this person. 
and he he knows all the right beats to hit and the inflection of his voice and everything like that and it, it's amusing to me but he does it well <laughs> I think you get that from your mom uh, 100% I'm thinking about all the stories that she's told um, with the, the same enthusiasm every time since I was from 5 to, to 31 <laughs> it's so great yeah uh, 100% yeah so uh, okay we gotta jump into it um Negative. The negative stuff that you feel like you got from <sighs> each parent. From my mom, um, my mom, I should say, I should have said from the positive is that she loves. When she loves, she goes all all the way in. Um, sometimes she confuses love with the need to feel needed, and even now, um, like. Sometimes, you know, there's a lack of differentiation of is this something I'm doing out of love or because I feel the need to be needed. Um, so that's something that I definitely got from her and I noticed it and it was exhausting me and it was draining me. And is definitely something I because of seeing how similar her and I are in regards to that that I made an intentional choice to be better at setting boundaries and recognizing when I have this uneasy feeling inside of me of like when I've overstepped my own boundaries to try to show somebody that I care about them when it's not even necessary. So that's definitely a negative trait. And then when you add to that too, there's an anxiety, um, I would say another thing my mom does is, um, and I'm similar in that way. And actually, she's gotten better about that. She start, she's recognized that in herself, and she's starting to get better, too. Um, but it's confusing anxiety for love. If I'm worried about you, that means I love you. So if I, the more I love you, the more I worry about you, the more I show you. And what that does is it puts a burden on the other person to carry the weight of your anxiety and love isn't supposed to feel that way. So um, Alex and I have gotten to fights about that where I'm anxious and he's like, I don't want to carry that. And it's interesting, which I think we should talk about is <laughs> sometimes um, as we take on these characteristics from our parents, those characteristics clash. <laughs> so if you got my mom who, um, you know, has that, uh, and me too, um, that desire to show you that I'm care about you. So I'm concerned about you. So I worry about you. And then that worry becomes anxiety. And you have Alice's dad who like, likes to set boundaries. I don't, if I don't feel emotionally comfortable in this, I'm a, I'm done. Um, so that clashes (laughs) for sure. Um, for, my mom, I think one of the negative things that I kind of carry is just the over um, hyper awareness of other people's thoughts about me. Like hyper awareness of like when when we brought Jedediah from the hospital mm-hmm. and um, I felt like. When I was trying to do the seat, like I didn't understand how to do the car, the seat. car seat. 
Like I didn't, I didn't get it, and I felt like I was in a on a one on a time crunch because, um, I had an issue with, I don't know how to do it, and because I don't know how to do it, I need time to figure it out. And then the guy who had the who was pushing me with the wheelchair thing, yeah, he's. He saw me from afar because I tried to pull up park and then try to figure it out before I came to come get Jedediah. And he spotted me. I'm like, hey, check this out, bro. I'm not ready for this right now. And he brought me out, me and Jedediah out too soon. Yeah. And I'm still trying to figure it out. And I'm in the middle of it. So I ended up like I put one piece of the thing together, Mm -hmm. but I didn't understand how to put one part. So I felt like it was just secure enough. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, maybe maybe I can just put Jedediah in it now. Um, so I can get this guy out of my face mm-hmm. because I don't know, like I just have like a over, um, like just DCF, <laughs> like are they, are they going to call or are they going to think that I'm not a, a fit parent or like, is that going to be something that's going to be like, mm-hmm. that's in his mind? Of course, Jen ain't, ain't think about that. Like, cause he's just, he's just trying to get you out of that wheelchair. That was his, that was his only thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then from there, um, we kind of like, think that's something that your mom knows that she has yeah we had a conversation about it okay this is the over um we were talking about like very specifically like embarrassment mm-hmm. but we've we've had that conversation so i feel like i would that's that's something that my mom has also mm-hmm. that that i've kind of like taken on and wanting to present in front of people and then when i get to myself like try to um, you're still figuring out behind the scenes figuring figure it out and then i can come back to you you don't need to know that i don't know this or you don't need that i don't to save myself the embarrassment of trying to ask you mm-hmm. or any of those things mm-hmm. so that's something that i do uh that i did take from my mom okay what else from her um that's the main thing because it goes into different areas um what about your dad my dad my dad, I got most of my talents from my dad. And my dad has a very keen sense of his purpose here on earth. He knows who he is. And both my mom and my dad have a good sense of their identity and my and their purpose. But the way that I take hold of my identity and purpose is from my dad. And mm-hmm. it, it takes over everything. Um, and it's before everything else. It's him and his purpose and then other people and parenting and everything else. Mm, So at the expense of being present. And I definitely am the same way as well. And I remember I was in um, Tampa and my sister and my nieces were also in Tampa, even though I saw them. But my sister was like, I never get to see you. And I was like, well, I'm working all the time. And my job I loved. And it really was something that I, in my defense, it definitely is a job that you really can't hang out with anybody while you have it. But I didn't prioritize family. And I should have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish that I had done that when I look back because they were going through a hard time during that season and um but in my mind I was justified and I think my dad is the same way too he's I he in his mind he's very justified in pursuit of his purpose at the expense of uh 
relationship and 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 parenting and everything else. And yeah. honestly, I didn't expect to be married this soon in my life, which is kind of crazy because a lot of people that I know are like, you know, by my age, they wanted to be married, have a baby. So like I'm living somebody else's dream right now, but this was not my dream. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get my doctorate first. I wanted to be established first and then married. And then after that, five years later, have a baby. So all of this is happening very soon <laughs> for me. Ahead of, ahead of my um, 20-year timeline that was only my career <laughs> and my purpose. So I definitely have that from my dad. It's a positive, but also a negative because of how it supersedes everything else. And it's still something that God is showing me how not to make my sense of purpose an idol, but while still being firmly planted in who I am and who I'm supposed to be. Not letting go of it, but not letting it be such an idol. So this is the balance in this season of my life right now. So It's heavy. It's super heavy. (laughs) (laughs) It's super heavy. All righty, Jedediah's awake. <laughs> How about you, babe? Um, what are some negative characteristics you got from your dad? So it's kind of the same thing as yours, where it was a sense of duty. Um, I would have that commitment to the sense of duty. So whenever you're asking me to do something like when, oh, when you want me to go to the store and um all right this is the things that i'm going to pick up and um i feel like if you're kind of like hesitant when you're asking me like oh well i don't i don't want you to have to do that but this is something that i need like you feel like you're putting me out and i'm like no i want to do it and now you're in the way of me doing it so now i have to bypass you like block you out to do the thing that you're asking me to do which is kind of backwards because it doesn't make sense for me to like to block you out to to try to make you happy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's one of the that's one of those things. Um, or I remember when we were um, when we were friends, and so sometimes I wouldn't eat. Yeah. Um, and Alex would be so concerned with the fact that I'm not eating that he's angry at me. So now I'm um, mm. feeling the weight of his anger, but it's just like, I love you. I care about you. Go eat. Yeah. But your desire to like, to see me do well, you're like, you'll get angry at me. Yeah. 100%. So, and that's another thing, just anger in general. Um, and it was a part of my kick therapy um, subject where it's just blowing up and just anger in general, like low rumbling and waiting to to erupt. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of um, the identity of my family. Anger. Yeah, just anger in general. And just waiting for an opportunity to unleash it. So... I go deeper into that in in the kick therapy episode too. Um, But that's one of the main things I think that. um, Yeah. 
That's so heavy. yeah, so that's one of the main things that I got from my dad, and it's like I'll talk about that uh, later on. But I think that it's, and I don't blame him for for any of it. Like, of course, I have to deal with it. I have to like go go to therapy to like heal from it. Mm-hmm. But like, he told me himself. He was like, I didn't. I didn't know how to be a man by the time you guys came around. So the little bit of stuff that I was doing to um, the little bit of stuff, hey, what's up, boy? <laughs> the little bit of things that I was doing, um, he said that it was he was this far, and be, he was like this far away, and because he made it like little progress, he it still. This is where he needed to be, but because he made that progress, he felt like he was doing something, but it wasn't being recognized. So he just kept moving forward and trying. And that can be frustrating. Mm-hmm. That can be extremely frustrating. And a part of the the progress that he's trying to make is trying not to, um, like this anger thing that he has uh, coming from, you know, just coming from grandfather all the way down. So it's kind of like... I get it, mm-hmm. like, and he's been doing a lot better. Um, yeah, he's been doing a lot better when it, uh, as I get older. Yeah. So now um, I got to figure out how, from this point, like picking up that ball, if like what I'm supposed to do with it, because like it's it's on me, mm-hmm. it, it's on all of us. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of. I think what I like about what you're saying is that I think what I like about what you're saying is um. Our parents did the best with what they had. Right. And this episode is not about... I have his chest a little bit opened up because <laughs> even though it's cold... you like a Latin pop star. <laughs> What's up, boy? Even though it's cold, he doesn't like being too hot. So I have to balance out... Um, I have to balance out him being hot, but also needing to be warm. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I think what we're really trying to say is that we don't blame our parents this they did the best with what they had and you know some of what they had was unhealthy yeah unhealthy for us unhealthy for them they did the best with what they had and we we have the onus on us right to take what they did and then go even further and recognizing I think we have more of a privilege to to look back and see this is where what we need to do yeah. this is what they did what worked what didn't work mm-hmm. and then recognizing what do we want to break what curses do we want to break I think our parents a lot of, they were just in survival mode you know be even just financially financially like- if you're poor you're who has time to go to therapy when I'm trying to feed my family? Word. Um, I'm trying to make sure my they have clothes, they have food. Therapy is not... It doesn't feel like a need. Mm. And, it's, and it's not a primary need. But it's definitely necessary. And we have a privilege because of some of the things that they've done... But a lot of things that we've done too, mm-hmm. we have a privilege to be able to go to therapy and look mm-hmm. back. You know, <laughs> you hear this boy? <laughs> so, 
like jumping into that. Yeah. Like, what was that process of untangling like? Untangling so, from culture, untangling from uh, like the personality, what your personality is, and what your mom, what you felt like, what your mom was <sighs> like, like how what was yeah. that like? Yeah. Oh my gosh, man, that was rough. And I think at first I did it from a place of anger. Yeah, 100%. At first I was like, um, I was angry. And looking back, I see how unfair it was the way that I did it. Because looking back, what I did was that as I was sitting with myself and recognizing all these patterns in my family... Um, I would randomly call my mom or text my mom and just like tell her all the things I think, you know, went wrong in our childhood. And I'm sure she remembers some of these conversations (laughs) and it was a lot of anger. And that's not what we're doing here in this episode, I think. What we're trying to do here in this episode is not, oh, here are all the ways they messed me up. Mm. <laughs> That's not what this is about. Yeah. It was hard. And I think the first step is that anger. Right. That anger of recognizing, oh, my God, this all this was unhealthy. And then a lot of people don't move past that anger. And... Moving past it means now looking at yourself because you've you've internalized some of this. And now what? Now what? And that self-awareness. And once you have that self-awareness, some people move past anger. They're at self-awareness, but they don't move past self-awareness. Once you get to self-awareness, then it's... You got to do something about it. You got to do something about it. Yeah. You know? And therapy. That's what I did about therapy, prayer, and... You know, breaking these generational curses is spiritual, but it's also psychological. And some of us who've gone to church, I know not everybody who listens to us is Christian. Um, But those of us who are Christian, you hear about these things in a spiritual sense, but breaking it psychologically is also important. And that process is difficult. And it takes... um, It takes being aware that your parents are human. Yeah, because now we have a child. Yeah. As as we are. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Yeah. And like we are still trying to figure things out. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So because we're trying to figure those things out, Mm -hmm. I can look at my dad, like look at my mom and I'm like, oh, you just had a baby. Yeah. You <laughs> y'all just had a baby. And y'all was still trying to, like, in the midst of things. Mm-hmm. All right. I see y'all. Now I can move past that anger. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, of course, you might have to sit in it for a little bit. Because the before anger, I believe, is just denying that it was uh, a thing. Yeah, that denial. Yeah. Just denying it in general. And then once you get past the now, then there's the anger. And then now, okay, uh, self-awareness. And then moving forward from there. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, okay, these people mm-hmm. were in the middle. <laughs> these people were just in the middle of their own humanity. 
mm-hmm. trying to figure yeah. it out. Yeah, human. And how can, like, of course, because I am here, I have to deal with it. I have to do something about it. But blaming them and keeping them in the place of you did this to me is just unfair. Yeah. Like, I don't want Jedi to do that to me if I'm still working through stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want I don't want him for that. Yeah. And honestly, it's not just unfair to them, but it's also unfair to you. It's yeah. unfair to you because what you're doing is you're putting all the responsibility on your family, but then you're on the other end of it, you're powerless. Yeah. So all that anger, you think you're gaining power, but actually makes you powerless because you're giving family all the responsibility right, instead right, of right. taking ownership of what you can do. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it, we, we still talk about things and we're not past things. No. I'm, I'm not past uh, anxiety as a way of showing love. Right. Um, <laughs> this man is going in. He is making this back for a hot year. <laughs> I'm going to have to mute <laughs> some of his. <laughs> some of his. <laughs> you won't hear this, but he is farting and <laughs> doing so much right now. I'm going to have to mute it for the sake of those who just listen. Like you shouldn't have to be. <laughs> You shouldn't have to do this. I'm Subjected not do to this. Um, wow, man. That next question I don't want you to ask. Okay. Well, what's your journey to forgiveness like? <laughs> Why did you ask it? Um, with my mom, my journey to forgiveness um, was in recognizing her humanity. Mm-hmm. With this, like I said, with a single mom, there's two extremes. Either you really worship them or you have a contentious relationship with them and hostile relationship with them. Um, so I went from worship to like, you know, as I was growing older, you know, now that I think about it, like I just think about my mom having raised all these kids. I'm her last. <laughs> and just like getting just getting thrown everything you did wrong i just think about that and mm-hmm. but those conversations were were necessary yeah even though i probably didn't do them in the right way sometimes but those conversations were necessary um so that was part of my journey with my mom having those conversations but also Having my nieces was huge for me. Yeah. Even before Jedediah, um, with my nieces, just being a part of their lives. Me and my sister talked about this. This, I when they were born, and just being a part of their lives, I realized, oh my God, I don't want to pass on any messed up thing to them. And that was my first realization of parenting was being an auntie and just being intentional about that and recognizing that, I'm sorry, but we're going to mess our kids up no matter what. Now. <laughs> try, as, try as you may. Try, try as you may, you're going to mess them up. Yeah. Either you are, 
if you are a good parent and you are loving, you shelter them, you protect them, guess what? They're going to be in a therapist's couch yeah. talking about they, they were too sheltered. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you're, uh, what is it, oh boy, that was, um, that we're watching this Bible study. We're watching this Bible study about forgiveness. And then one person talked about their, their family who didn't have any forgiveness at all so they learned not to forgive people and this dude talking about my dad forgave me too much and me and Alex looked at him like I wish Jedediah <laughs> no it was I, valid no nah, man it was valid I wish Jedediah would be like my mom loved me too much <laughs> my mom forgave me too much I wish he would it was valid because he was saying that every time he would do something his dad would forgive him so he felt like he can do whatever he wanted <laughs> that's true that's true but okay, kind of like I on. did come to this realization with my nieces but I kept having this epiphany over and over again but that was one of the times me and Alex was like wow really yeah. but I had this epiphany with my nieces as well it's like no matter what you do you mess them up so you mess them up but what you can do is to apologize mm -hmm. to them um, to your kids when you mess up um, to heal in front of them. Let them see what healing looks like. We didn't... Our parents didn't know what healing looked like. Mm -mm. They didn't know how to heal. Some of our parents are starting to do that now in their older age. I'm, you said that with your dad has yeah, been... My, dad. Get, my mom, too. I'm, start, I'm seeing her like recognizing anxiety and, and depression in their role in her life. and But they didn't know how to do that. So... We are messed up, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so not we're not going to pretend we're not messed up to Jedediah, right. but we're going to heal in front of him. And I think that's what he needs to see. Not that we are perfect parents, but, but we're parents in the process of recovery and healing. And I think mm -hmm. he needs that. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I think I, I think that. um I feel like we have more to say. I feel like we need to do another episode on this. Think so? Yeah. We definitely need to do part two of this. Okay. You want to stop it right here? Let's do our ending question. So, so which, um, which uh, imperfect TV or movie parents that you admired? I'll start first. <laughs> because I know you're going to steal mine. Okay. Do what you want. <laughs> do um, what you do. Do what you Imperfect parents. Malcolm in the Middle. So we we just started rewatching Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> Such a great show. It is. Um, but rewatching uh, Malcolm in the Middle as adults, I'm like, they were doing the best that they could. <laughs> they really yeah. were. I really liked that show because. Um, I remember as a kid thinking it made me feel better. I didn't. The thing about the Cosby show for me is that they were too, too put together for me. And I know it's so important that we needed as black people to see a family that was like loving and whole, but also got their flaws. I think that's super important. But I didn't feel I didn't feel like the Cosby my family did not look like the Cosby. So I needed like dysfunctional. <laughs> I needed to see a dysfunctional family. <laughs> so I needed to see a dysfunctional family. So Malcolm in the Middle was it for me. 
That was um, my imperfect TV and movie what was the family. Question? That's it. What was the question? Imperfect movie or TV parent or family that you um, enjoyed. Did I enjoy it? I think it was Malcolm in the Middle. Okay. But I think it was... You're hot, aren't you? Okay, can't undress them. <laughs> YouTube's um, gonna block our <laughs> our video if we take it off. Um, I don't know if I have one. I can't think of any anyone but Malcolm in the Middle. But Malcolm in the Middle, yeah, yeah, I, I think, loved it. Yeah, I think it was relatable. Um, <laughs> and just them, like I would see, like how I would like I like the episodes with how. Kyle like was with, the mom. Like with the with the dad. He was just like when he was doing that power walking, he had his own dreams outside of his children. <laughs> and he felt sometimes he felt like his kids would kind of got in the way of it. <laughs> so this man had a whole he uh what is it, the one where he was power walking? <laughs> and he there's a whole episode just about him power walking and finding this power walking group and just finding like solidarity in other people. But it's just like super like I, yeah, I think uh Malcolm in the middle, in the middle for sure. hundred <laughs> percent. Ain't that right, boy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we're gonna do a second part because yeah. it, it's a lot and it was a lot to unpack. We need a break. <laughs> so let's go ahead and uh, do that and then uh, next uh, level grants we'll go ahead and um, jump back into it and then this gives us more time to uh, give you so we, we don't glaze over some things so we can actually kind of like talk it out for ourselves like I said we're going to discover in this mm-hmm. so um, yeah we want, we want to give y'all as much as possible so boom boom bang 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 he definitely pooped twice thank you for listening to this week's episode please download our app and subscribe to us on youtube our youtube page is called my black therapy tv you can also find us on facebook under my black therapy llc and our instagram which is at official my black therapy you can also support us on patreon just by searching my black therapy or going to patreon.com slash my black therapy